Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. Who doesn't want that? Now, joined by the ultimate Arizona women's basketball insider, the great PJ Brown. PJ, you do a better job of telling people where to find you than I can. So first, before we get started, where can they find you? The one-stop shop for everything Arizona women's basketball. Sure. Um Either get a subscription to Tucson.com, I have to say that, or uh, download the free app, the Wildcaster app, and you can get all of my stories plus Bruce Pascoe on the men's basketball team and, um, of course, uh, Michael Lev on football, which is happening right now, and Mm -hmm. baseball, um, as well as some other fun stuff on there. So if you want anything Arizona Download that free Wildcaster app or get a subscription to Tucson.com. All right. So Arizona, it seems like every time we turn around and we're going to circle back to PJ saying about four or five months ago, people don't worry about things. It's going to be okay. Adia's got a plan. Adia Barnes' latest commitment, Jada Williams. Now, stop me if you've heard this before. Top 20 prospect out of California, UCLA decommit. How did this happen? Sure. Um, I haven't talked to Jada yet, mm-hmm. and I haven't talked to Brea, her teammate, who is mm-hmm. also a uh, top commit. She's number 10 on the ESPN rankings. Yep. Uh, both of them are five stars, and both uh, played this summer for USA Basketball, bringing home the gold from the um, under-17 World Cup in Hungary. Um, but from what I can tell, is that um, they're teammates in high school. They both play for La Jolla Country Day. And a combination of getting the opportunity to play with your teammate more. And let's face it, every every recruit, every freshman I talk to, even a junior or senior I talk to, the reason they come to Arizona is Adia Barnes. So there's all of this plus... You know, when we're talking about recruiting, we're talking about looking at this year's freshman class, which is a top six. I think it was number six in recruiting this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adia is going to have a back-to-back class of top 10. This one's already shaping up. I'm hearing that it could be three, two, possibly one. I don't know. But um, really, back-to-back classes, um, top top classes in recruiting. And, you know, if you're a high school kid right now and Adia Barnes gives you an offer, right. like, it's hard to turn down because right. you know you're playing with great players and you have the opportunity to play for a great coach, develop, as we always talk about how she develops her players, and – go far in the NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, for, for all of these players, I mean, Jada said in her video when she 
told the team and the coaches that right. she was coming to Arizona. She said, it sounds corny, but I felt at home. And that's what you hear over and over again from these players when they, when they come to Arizona is they felt like they were at home. They right. felt comfortable. They, you, you don't always hear that in other places. But want to give a quick little update, and then I want to get into that a little bit. But this is it from Adia Barnes. As everybody knows, she's having a couple health issues. So, or not a couple, but I'll just let Adia speak for herself. Here's what she says. Getting an uh, ultrasound yesterday on my abdomen, and the guy says, poop and gas, poop and gas. I said, thinking emoji. He said, look. He proceeded to show me. I said, well, I guess I'm full of poop. So <laughs> another way right there. So she's, it sounds like she'll be okay. She's on the mend. So, you know, nothing, nothing doesn't sound like anything serious there. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we hope she gets better soon and that she can take a little time for herself in the next couple of weeks before she starts preseason uh, practice and training, because it's going to be a big season in front of her. What is her recruiting like? And I guess what I mean by this is, does she does she go into a a, a class, say, let's use 2023, for example, and zero in on, say, six players that she wants? Or does she look around? Does she throw a lot of offers at players? How does she really go about doing that? I've always been curious about that. Sure. And before I answer that, I have to apologize for oh, everything, yeah. including the phone that's going on. This is real life. We have the cleaning crew in. They're making a lot of noise. My mom might even pop in the room. And we always welcome moms. We are a mom-friendly show on here right here. Yeah. And so the phone's ringing, of course. Right. No, you're Um, good. So, um, you know, Adia, I've talked to Adia a little bit about her recruiting. Um, For all college coaches, it's it's difficult. Um, You have to look not only about who you have today, but, you know, years in the future. So now she's getting verbal commitments for next year's class, 2023, but she's already offering kids for 2025 and 2026. Right. Because she was out on the road and she, in July is a big recruiting month. There's two different sections where they have a lot of, um, tournaments going on and all the coaches go and the, and the gyms are packed and all those cities. And, and that's where they see kids. Um, and they also see them before and they hear from AAU coaches and everything, but um, it's really an involved process. I know that some, that she even uses a, she uses technology, mm-hmm. but she also uses old school stuff. She has a big whiteboard in her office and it has her players today and what next year will look like and the right. year after. She's got a number of years already planned out, depending on who she gets and um, if the kids are going to stay four or five years, like Kate Reese and Shana Pellington are fifth-year seniors now. You know, Helena Poyo is a four-year senior. Right. We don't know if Helena's You're big on, by the way. You're always telling, don't sleep on Helena Poyo this year. Yeah, and um, I have a story coming out on Sunday, and Helena's in it. And okay. um, I'll give you a little preview. It's about um, four players on the, the current team played for their national teams this summer and brought home medals, and Helena was one of them. And, um, and I would say, and I think I've said here before, watch out for Helena. Keep an eye on her this year. Mm-hmm. She played three 
they call it three X three. It's really three on three basketball. She won a gold medal for right. um, Spain mm-hmm. this summer. And um, it's a really, I don't know if you saw it in the Olympics last year. I love the sport. It's fast paced. You really, oh, it is. It's, it, you're, it's moving. It, it moves. You have to pay attention. You have to do a little bit of everything. And I think that it's really helped Helena grow in her game. And, and I think that um, we'll see it on the court this year. So, so that's just a little aside by about Helena, but, um, but yeah, Dia has this all mapped out. She uses all the tools that everybody else uses. And um, she knows like what she has, what she wants to have and um, has it all set up on how to try to get those players. And then if something happens and she doesn't say, get a big say that she wants for a class, then she dips into the portal and she fills those gaps until she can get that player. So um, that's a little bit about her, her technique of going looking at recruiting, but you know, it's a year round job no doubt. recruiting on itself. In fact, they have directors of recruiting who sort of look at all a lot of stuff and then bring the stuff to the coaches to look at. Um, Adia is really hands-on and involved in her recruiting from beginning to end. And um, I think that that's part of the reason that these kids, a lot of these kids just fall in love with her. Um, I just talked to Montea Du uh, mm-hmm. the other day and, you know, she has been talking to Adia, I think since ninth grade or something. Right. And, um, and, you know, and she was really young, but she said that when she sort of figured out what was going on, it was a no brainer that she wanted to play for right. Adia. And All right, I, to, Maya yeah. Hill and I talked to her uh, this week and she told me the same thing that, that she had always talked to, you know, Adia was in on her, on her recruiting early. And when she was ready, again, it was just a no brainer. She felt like, you know, like we all feel Adia's genuine down to earth. And what you see is what you get from her. She's very transparent not only as a coach to the media and to the fans, but also to her players. They know all the time, you know, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. They know where they stand. They know where they stand and they know how to get better because she lays out a path for them. All right. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some interesting lineup possibilities as well and possibly what's next as well on the recruiting front, but got to pay the bills. 21 or DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Everybody out here knows the drill. You put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. I'll tell you what, if I could bet futures on Arizona basketball over the next five to six years, that would probably, if, if they had, if, if that was a possible line, that's where they would have it. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app again, code word PHNX. Again, Arizona, uh, women's basketball is a hot betting item these days. A lot of people like doing it. And you know what? And I think that just shows you the growth and the popularity of the sport right there. So, again, check it out. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Okay. What's the uh, – PJ, let me ask you this. 
2023 era, because everybody likes recruiting rankings. Everybody likes recruiting classes. Everybody, everybody does. I don't know anybody that doesn't. What is the, do you know how many players that Adidas may be looking to take in this class? And the reason I ask is because right now you got three likely McDonald's All-Americans and everybody likes to see Arizona at the top of those rankings. What's next? Is Arizona looking to fill a few more of those spots? There's, I know that they're in the running for at least two other top players. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on their top five or six list. Right. Um, and I believe, and both of those players played in the under 18, it gets confusing, under 18 yeah, sure. um, FIBA's America's tournament in Buenos Aires. They're uh, players in the U.S., and they were teammates of um, of uh, let's see of Kalen Gilbert. They were teammates of Kalen Gilbert, and they know, but they're in the class. Were they in her, or she or I, I'm getting confused again. They may have played in the under seventeen. This is probably what right. they played in. Um, but they were teammates with. Uh, uh, I think they were under 18. So I'm getting okay, a little confused, but, but they were in team in USA basketball and they played with some players who are already either at Arizona or coming to Arizona. So, so there's a good shot that one or both of those players could come to Arizona. Did you know, know, let me ask, let me ask you this. And this is again, always why I tell people to follow PJ Brown, because again, the ultimate insider right here. Keep in mind, I had PJ on, this was what, four months ago. And this was after, because everybody's, you know, everybody's nervous about all these roster, you know, uh, I almost said transactions, these roster, you know, movements. And PJ came on here and said, they've got a plan. Don't worry about it. This roster is going to be filled out just fine. Fast forward, you're looking at this roster coming forward. You, not only did you add a Esmeri Martinez, you added Jade Laville, you've added a, a Lauren Fields, you've added a lot of different players on top of the recruits you're bringing in. Now, I asked you last time about a possible supersized lineup where at times you go with a Maya Naji, a Lauren Ware, who you're really bullish on this year. But maybe I asked the wrong question. Now that you've got a Jada Williams in here, uh, coming in next, coming in the following season, along with the Kalen Gilbert and a Paris Clark, could you be looking at a lot of three guard lineups as well? You, you know, you could. Um, the only thing is Montana do is a is a forward, but mm-hmm. she's more Sam Thomas like, I think. Right. So, and and she was um, on ESPN's list of um, best players in 2023 at different things like. Best scorer, best shooter, best leader. Best leader was Jada. Mm-hmm. So they've got the best leader coming in. And um, Monteo was the best facilitator or passer, right. so, which is interesting because she's a forward. Right, so, right. So um, usually we think of that as guards. However, a couple of years ago, uh, Arizona had a player named Dominique McBride. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. remember Dominique McBride? Oh yeah. oh yeah. The entire offense went through her. Mm-hmm. So it would be a pass into her, like like in a pass out. She would sort of command the offense a bit. And could we see something that harkens back to that? I don't know. Um, 
but I do think that um, they're going to have a lot of really good bigs. I mean, yeah. besides Montea, I mean, think about it. Maya Naji, mm-hmm. all world. Brea Cunningham, all right. world. I mean, last year as a junior, Brea averaged, I believe, a basically a double double, like eighteen right. points. 11 rebounds, 19, 19.2 points, 12.1 rebounds right there. Yep. Okay. And a bunch of, and some steel, a couple steals mm-hmm. a game and a, um, a few blocks a game. So, you know, the, it'll be interesting what idea decides to do because everybody who you're going to put out to play. So they're a five-star, but, but they're great players. They're coming right. in as already exceptional players, sort of a step up. And um, with either being McDonald's All-Americans or playing for USA Basketball or both. And so whatever lineup you put out there is going to be great. It's really going to be a matter of chemistry again. And with Jada and Brea coming in as teammates, They've got that chemistry thing locked right. up. And if you looked at some of the photos when uh, yes, yes. Jada, you know, Jada committed, it it was like the whole la- this year's freshman class and part of next year's freshman class right. together. They already look like they're friends. They know each other. The camaraderie's already there. Yeah. So right. I think going forward, you're going to see a lot of this. I think you're going to see more of this. Um, there's a lot of reasons why Jada picked Arizona. We talked mm-hmm. about all the the things like that. But I think you'll see a lot of this. Oh, I played with so-and-so or I played against him. We're friends and I want to play with them. Right. right. I, so I think that some you're going to get some of those where they're just going to come along for the ride um, because all the other things are in place, right? The coach is great. The program's great. They have a great culture. They mm-hmm. do stuff in the community, which is another th- reason why I I would, from what I've read, imagine why Jada came, is selected Arizona. She's very much into giving back. So besides her big NIL deals, right. she had a deal with Spalding. And, and part of the deal is that She's able there with along with them is that they give back to the community. She is very aware of that. So it's not just like, let's get a big deal. It's right. it's because I can do this, I can do good. Mm-hmm. And that fits in with what Adia Barnes is doing here at Arizona. I heard the uh, I had a, somebody ask me a question here that I think is the ultimate compliment in the question I'll, th- I'll throw it at you in just a second wanted to tell you all about four peaks brewery as well the official beer of phnx go on the website right there enter for raffles all kinds of good stuff good beer right there on top of that foco the number one licensed merch uh, par- sports paraphernalia in the entire world you can go and get cards you can get paraphernalia you can get merchandise everything that you want Especially if you're a, a sports fanatic, this is the place you want to be. Check it out, Foco. Okay, a question that I was asked, and it kind of took me aback a little bit here, was with all the players coming in now, how many of these players do we need to worry about leaving to the WNBA early? Which was just the ultimate 
you know, because you look at schools like, a, you know, like an Oregon, they have to deal with that from time to time. You have to, you know, a UConn just on and on down the list. Now that Arizona, now that I'm actually fielding questions about that, that's when you know that at least in the recruiting rankings, Arizona has really arrived, PJ. Yeah. So first of all, we have to let everybody know mm-hmm. the WNBA and women's college basketball don't have a deal right. that players can come out early. Right. You have to be a certain age. And mm-hmm. that age, I believe, is 20. I want to say it's 22. Right. Um, so that's why um, Ari McDonald thought about coming out the year earlier, because remember, she sat out mm-hmm. a year and those were really her four complete years. So she right. was old enough to be eligible for the draft. So it won't happen until somebody is comes and in as a 19 year old freshman. Right. Yeah. No 19 year old freshman is going to say, Oh, I played one year. I'm, I'm going to the pros. Not right. like with the men. It's right. completely different. Um, you might get someone who um, trying to think going forward, it would only be like um, they got it would either be a transfer because you hit the nail on the head. It would either be a transfer or it would have to be somebody that is an older freshman. So, right. but even then they could only leave as a junior because they couldn't leave as a sophomore unless they're somehow coming in as a 20 year old freshman. Right. And and if somebody got injured and then they red shirted and then they came back and played a year right. and then they were of that age and they decided, well, I don't need my extra year. I'm just going to go pro. Right. Um, and the other difference is, that at the moment, WNBA pros don't, rookies don't make the money, and even the stars don't make the money that the men make. So, you know, um, uh, like on the men's side, um, uh, Dale and Terry came out, right? Mm-hmm. And he, and people didn't know where he would go, right? Remember, there was a question of, where he, you know, the mock drafts, which right, are usually right. wrong, right? <laughs> for um, sure, for sure. I love looking at him, but I know I'm looking at nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he signed for how much? Uh, he's getting over four million bucks. So, okay. Yeah. Not, not even Sue Bird makes four right. million or Diana Taurasi in the WNBA. Right. So, and as a rookie, you're making like 60. Yeah. They just raised it a few years ago. So you're making 60,000 or something. So while, you know, you're going to school, cool, but now but you have NAL. And so if you have a decent deal in NAL, you get a little, some money. I mean, Jada's getting a lot of money. Right. And she's putting it in the bank and saving it for later. Mm-hmm. She's pretty smart about that. Um, and she's in high school. Yeah. So as NAL deals grow, you're probably getting going to get more in college maybe then you would depending on how good you are like an airy mcdonald would have gotten more in college than she would have gotten in her salary as a pro so all these things are a little different i wouldn't worry about players leaving early to go pro for the women at least at this point maybe down the road I always, years. I always tell people that I would at least, and you would know more about this than I would, but I would, I always tell people that when those contracts start hitting six figures in the WNBA, that's when I think it becomes more of an issue because you're exactly right. You know, if you're, if you're a, if you're a star player right here, and let's just use Ari as an example, you know, if you can get say, 
you could get a really nice NIL deal. You're still living for free. Everything's compensated as well. Is that something you really want to give up if you got another year when you can just pocket all that money essentially? Yeah. And the difference is that the, uh, the other difference is, is when you go to a place like Arizona, we, I always talk to you about the development you get from Adia Barnes and Salvo Copa and you can't get that at the pro level. Right. And if you do get something similar to that, because there are plenty of coaches out there, I'm not saying that there aren't, but right. you have to pay for it. Right. Here, you know, you come back for your senior year or something, and you get the whole summer to work with Salvo and Adia, and it's free. Right. Right. It's essentially free. You're getting t- like top notch development free. Like who wouldn't do that? This is part of the reason they come to Arizona is because they've seen how Adia and Salvo worked with Ari. They've seen how Adia and Salvo worked with Sam Thomas. They see how Adia and Salvo worked with Kate Reese and with a Lauren Ware and, um, and a Shana Pellington and all these players. And when you see that it's a pull for these high school kids, it really is because they know that they're getting top-notch development for the entire time that they're here. And, and it, it's part of the package, right? Right. right. We're not going like- to have to pay extra. I mean, some people do pay extra. I'm not going to say that Maddie Connor has her own separate coach. When she goes home, mm-hmm. she, uh, she pays somebody and works with them because she's a gym rat, right? right, right. Which is excellent. Sure. And that's fine. And she can do that. But I, I'm saying that people come because they know what they're, they know the full package, right? That they're right. getting here. I want to get into a little bit now of a next year before we sign off. But again, one more time, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Stop me if you've heard this before. Actually, don't stop me because I still got to keep saying it. Um, you got a good deal going on. You put down a deposit, you get up to $1,000 in free plays, 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling issue, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. I like I'm back in the A. I like Arizona's over two and a half wins in football this year. They're trying to get to the point where Adia Barnes is now, where you're on top of the world. But you know what? You got to start at some place. And if you're bullish on that, or if you think I'm an idiot, you can go against me and say, you know what? Mike said that. I think he's wrong. Either way, check it out. Again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. When I PJ, when I look at this team, and we've talked about this before, but I'm kind of obsessed about it. I I get that the chemistry and everybody meshing is going to take some time. we got a lot of new faces. But when I look at this team, as opposed to even last year, and again, people talk about last year, and I think this is where you also know how far Adia has taken this program. Like, oh, man, but, you know, last year, you were still a top 25 team almost the entire season. I mean, you know, you had some flaws for sure. But I look at this team. You've got a lot of, you've got a lot of height. You've already got Maya Naji. You've got Lauren Ware. You've got Esmeri Martinez. You've got across the board, you know, 6'2", 6'4", 6'4". You've got scoring now, theoretically. Kate, as we all know, can score, can put the ball in the hoop. Maya can do the same thing. Then you're bringing in a Lauren Fields. You're bringing in a Jay LaVille. You've also got, you know, all your incoming players coming in. And you've got a Helena Pueo. You've got a Maddie Connor, who, if she can maybe shore up the defense a little bit, can be a player. And then you've got a lot of dynamic players on the perimeter handling the ball with a Kaylin Gilbert, a Paris Clark, a Shayna Pellington. 
just on paper, just as far as checking off boxes, there's a lot of boxes that this unit checks off here, PJ. Absolutely. Um, on paper, this is a better team than last year. Mm -hmm. um, on paper, right? right? And last year, on paper, we thought it was a really good team. They were a really good team. It's just that everybody's expectations after going to a national championship game were high, even though all world, all everything, Ari McDonald wasn't there. There still was high. There still were high expectations for last year uh, to go further than they did. Right. And um, but this year's team is still by far and above on paper, a much better team. Mm. Um and also the idea that much of the players, most of the players have been there all yeah. summer right. working together, building that chemistry um, together. And other players have come in. So like Helena was out doing her thing with three on three basketball. And then she came back, you know, in July. And now she's working with the team. Shana was there. She went away to play with Team Canada. And then now she came back. Right. Kaylin and Lamaya came a little bit later because they played with USA basketball, but they've been there. Maya's been there since like June 1st. Right. Um, Lauren Fields and Nesmery and, and all of them and Lauren Ware, they've all been there all summer. Um, that goes pretty far. Now, they're not doing five on five. They're not right. doing regular practices. What they're doing is skill work, individual skill work. All the big, all the posts are working together. All the guards are working together. Plus, they're lifting. They're learning how to lift, how to work out. They they were doing yoga the other day. They um, do all kinds of stuff, and they do it together. Um, that means that when you know, uh, not that I want to get expectations high because we mm -hmm. probably should have tempered them a little bit last year. Right. I will say that. But, but you've also got eyes. You 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 know you're an expert. You know when someone's got a little bit more juice. Right. And I think that that means all of this means because I'm really big on development, right? Mm -hmm. We I talk about it all the time. I talk about how Padilla Barnes and Salvacopa do. It's part of the secret sauce they have, right? right. It is part of what they do. Um, I think that having that back, getting back to the basics now which means having your players there most of the summer together, doing everything together, means that when you start preseason training, you are ahead of the curve. You don't have to go back and teach habits. These kids already have habits. I mean, you see the, their IGs. They're, right. in the, right. they're in McHale at 10.30, 11.30 at night getting extra shots up together. Right. Um, you know, they have good habits. They're learning how to do the things the right way. Plus, they come and they get used to school because they have to take summer school, which right. means they're learning how to balance schoolwork and basketball. Now, it's going to get more intense during the season because it's different. But at least they have that foundation and they know what to do. So by the time September 1st or, you know, when school starts and and then we have they have their preseason training, they're way ahead of the curve. Right. So 
even though we always say non-conference is a time where you sort of put it all together and it still will be. I still think it will be. I think what you're going to see year over year at some point is that when the Adia Barnes teams, if as she keeps recruiting these top 10 recruiting classes, Adia Barnes's teams are going to start the season like top schools start the season, right. you know, like the South Carolinas and the Stanford's and the Yukon's where they are already good. Right. For they sure. already have, for they're sure. still working out kinks. And they're it, already an oiled machine at that point. Yeah. Right? There's something about those teams that like you already, they have a lot of things figured out that other teams are still trying to figure out that stuff will already be taken care of. And I think that's what's going to happen in the future. And that is part of what then takes you, it, it all works together. It takes you to the next level. This is what I keep saying that Adia is going to the next phase right now. Mm -hmm. This is all part of the next phase. When you keep getting top recruiting classes and the right kids in there and the, that culture and everything comes together like that, you start out better, you finish better. Right. She's PJ Brown, the Arizona Daily Star. I'm going to try reading it for you and tell me if you I miss anything right here. First of all, follow PJ Brown, PJ Brown 09 on Twitter and get a membership or get a subscription to the Arizona Daily Star. If you don't, if for some reason you don't do that, download the Wildcaster app because the Wildcaster app gives you free content to PJ, Bruce Pascoe, Justin Spears across the board. But did I miss anything? And Michael, oh, you've, got a, you've got an article coming up Sunday. You Sunday, want to? Tease I that? have an article about the four players who played for their national team this summer. Um, I and brought home medals, so right, that's right. great. Three golds and one silver. Um, I also have notes this week, and I have a story on Lamaya Hilton coming up this week to introduce everybody to her. PJ, I can't thank you enough, and we'll obviously be talking with you soon. Always a source of information, and you're you're fantastic. Thanks for having me. Okay. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.